rat. There is a rat in my B&B. What do you do when a guest reports a rat in your B&B? Uh, in this episode, we talk about that. We approach the scary topic of, of politics, the emotional roller coaster of transitioning from W2 to entrepreneurship, which is a continuation of uh, episode number 164. So if you haven't listened to that, I recommend going back. Uh, we also talk about predatory lending. Right. And then we get into uh, how my kids are adjusting to nomadic life and nomadic living and being selective uh, who we spend our time with. Uh, and I want to quote this to give and give you an episode, uh, insight on what's happening here. Uh, this is a quote from Jeff Menifee uh, in this episode. And it's if $10,000 will dramatically improve a recent college graduate's life, we've got bigger problems. If you want to chat about anything we've discussed here today, giving myself a number at the end. So be sure to stick around. This is episode number 172 of the W2 Capitalist podcast. Um, yeah, back to the whole trades thing. Like, uh, I think Max Maxwell said, and I was scrolling through the internet the other day, and I, he had a really good quote. He's like, we're like in an information age. We're like, it's all there. Mm -hmm. Like college is fantastic, but you should only do it if you have like a really specific focus on what you want to do. Right. Um, because like you can go take a 10 grand course or hire like a coach for, you know, oh, yeah. like five grand or like, you know, he's like coaches I'm hiring are like a hundred grand. Mm. Um, and you could get some specific knowledge. And I brought this up to my union the other day. Cause I've been like gently trolling my, my shipping union because they're going through election period. And they're just like, they're like <laughs> knife fighting each other. They're like, you're a bastard, blah, blah, blah. And I'm sitting back here like, let's raise the wages, you know? Um, <laughs> Like just, they're like, how much should you? How much should a starting third engineer make? They're like eighty thousand dollars, and I'm like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. It's like one vote poking the bear. Dollars, yeah. Um, but like, uh, I, they were like, we should hire a full time uh, contract negotiator, and I was like, Brody, don't. Um, but uh, I was like, hey, this is exactly what we we're talking about. Instead of hiring some guy who went to school for negotiating and give him a hundred thousand dollars salary and jack up our, you know, union fees and expenses, like we're trying to cut them down. Why not just send everybody to like the Chris Voss, uh, Black Swan negotiating mm -hmm. and do like a private, like give give Chris, Mister Voss, you know, fifty grand and say, can you train these idiots how to negotiate? Right. Because <laughs> like we're all sailors, we're all idiots when it comes to negotiating. I'm not gonna lie, like we. If anybody's like, oh, I'm a good negotiator, I'm like, no, Captain, shut up. Like, you're a terrible negotiator. You lean on the <laughs> you captain. You just scream at people hard. and they do what they're told. Yeah, <laughs> like, you lean on the captain, think too hard. That doesn't make you a good negotiator, you know. But, like, get them in the Chris Voss thing, use tactical empathy, use mirroring, use all that stuff, get in there and, like, have the, the man himself teach you how to do it. It's like, we don't have to hire 120 grand a year. Like, drop half of that and there's your four year term, you yeah. know? And you go do a refresher. You spread well. And you spread the wealth over five, six people. Yeah, you know, and it's like, why? Why not just do? Wait, that wait, thing? wait, wait, wait. You you want to train your employees to be a better negotiator, so when they come <laughs> to the union, yeah, negotiate. What? Yeah, it's like it makes too much sense. Right? To be smarter than you, that'd be stupid. Yeah, a society to think that the next logical thing to getting out of high school is to go to college, so you're getting debt by hundreds of thousands of dollars, so you can immediately go to the workforce and be pinned down to a job for the rest of your life. No. Did y'all get? Did That's any y'all get no. loans? <laughs> What's that? Did any y'all get loans? Oh or yeah, get parents have paid for them. No, I I was quite in debt. Now I will say my my uh, my parents paid for my living expenses. Um, but when I was a senior in college, um, I'm looking at like 
big schools, Auburn. I was looking at Auburn, whatever. And my parents were like, well, that's, that's awesome. Who's going to pay for that? <laughs> and extremely gullible and extremely confident. I said, well, you guys are. <laughs> and and <laughs> that's exactly how they responded, Brody. And, 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 uh, <laughs> I, I, man, hello, real world. They're like, no, you, uh, <laughs> you got a dose of reality coming your way. Uh, <laughs> your, your brother figured out a way to pay for him, for him to go to college. You got to figure it out too. And so my route was primarily student loans, but they did help with, with the housing. So I would assume all y'all are against this $10,000 credit that Biden just gave. No, I don't give a shit. I don't care. I don't care anymore about politics. I, it, I, yeah. It well, I mean, I'm not asking on a political level. I'm just asking them. Like, yeah, I, I, I don't care. I, I think it's, but it's going to be like the same. The reaction is like, uh, out in California, like they, the, like the legislature said, like, you know, first time home buyer, $50,000 credit or something. What was that about? Why is all the house prices going up? So it's yeah. like <laughs> huh. doing this is just supporting the predatory lending habits. I think, of like yeah, I think it's loans. just going to. Like, oh, we can increase our fees by 10 grand or whatever. Like, it's kind of going to make it worse. It's yeah. just a like, broken system. You know, yeah. Unless you're the one being it. lobbied to make this system work the way it is, then it's not broken. Then it's working great. Yeah, it's working great. It's I think it's working exactly like they want it to work. <clears throat> exactly, in my opinion. What do you think about it, Jeff? I just don't think it fixes anything. I think it's it just like uh, you know throwing somebody a bone. Like you know, you're not really you're not really solving anything. You're just pissing yeah. one side off and not really helping or saving the other person. Like like if 10k is gonna like make the difference between some college graduate's life. I think you have bigger problems. Yeah. Yeah. Let's well, talk about the promise was all the loans, right? <laughs> Wasn't that the promise? We're going to wipe away all the loans, but I think, you know, I, know. I haven't figured this out yet. So I'm speaking a little bit tongue in cheek, but let's look at the, the COVID stimulus and the federal funds for unemployment, and everything else. And what's happened to the labor force since COVID, you know, it's definitely hasn't gotten any better. I'll tell you that. Um, mm -hmm. doesn't take a, a rocket scientist to figure that one out. So doesn't take a doctor. Well, back then doesn't take a doctor, right? <laughs> Do what? Uh, I'm in. Back looking... back during COVID, it was like 17, right? It was something crazy. Inflation is what you're talking about. It's what you're trying no, to No, 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 no. It's uh, February or March 2020. April of 2020, it was 14% unemployment, which was hilarious. That's oh, crazy. Unemployment. Yeah, and then it's down to three and a half percent, which is the lowest it's ever been in like since ever. It's actually the lowest it's ever been. Is that a national level? I just googled it. United States. Yep. Well, then it's perfect. It's perfect I have stat. that. That is hard to believe that it's the lowest ever because I feel like everywhere I go, people don't have anybody to work. Yeah, that's pretty strange, isn't it? I agree with you. I feel like the anecdotal evidence says that you know I can't get people to work here, but literally, I mean, Google but would Google. never lie to me. No, Google, Google would not. Never lie. Google never lie. lies to me. <laughs> they would never control the data. The yeah. Associated Press would never lie to you. Yeah, yeah, I know what I said. Now <laughs> <laughs> he interrupted yeah. us. Sorry to bring us that breaking news from Google. Breaking news. That's awesome. Jeff, did you finish your thought? I can't, I can't remember. I just wanted a little input, and no, I mean that was the basics of it. I just don't think it. it I think it's. I think it's nothing. Like I don't think it does anything. 
yeah piss people off yeah i don't think it does either i i see both sides that they, we could have a predatory lending system but i also am a big believer in like personal accountability and if i sign my name mm-hmm. to something saying that i'm going to pay it back i i go into it or try and go into it knowing that that's going to be paid back now can i say that i would have done that at 18 19 20 probably not but and then if you were given a debt forgiveness uh, by a certain party uh, president, how would you vote in the future if you believe that the voting machines are accurate and not? Uh, now, I would just yeah. say, I mean, isn't that, well, let's play devil's advocate. Isn't that what the wealthy's doing with the tax code? Sure. mainly Republican? I, I don't know. Um, I don't know if that's a fair statement, but. I don't, I don't, I think that's apples and oranges. I think there's a law. Well. I take, I, yeah, I can see where you're going with that. Yeah. All right. I would take advantage of it. I don't care. (laughs) If someone's going to give me something, I'm going to say thank you and we'll keep moving forward. I don't know if it's really going to change my opinion on how I vote, but that's me. All right. I got to go. I got, she's dragging me out of here. We got to go back to this conference. All right. Well, thanks for making time. Jeff, good luck at the conference, man. And your properties. Brody, what do you want to talk about, sir? What's on your mind? Well, um, I don't know. It's been kind of fun doing vacation for the last couple of weeks. Um, still like doing obviously working vacations. Like we've been plugging away, like been getting up early. Um, but then like spending time with family, like I really enjoy that flexibility that I didn't have before. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm kind of like, it drives me more like after this month, like it's much clearer as to why I'm doing this versus like, you know, getting kind of like lost and like feeling trashed in the, in, yeah. in the trenches, you know, you got um, over that so, immersion, emotional hurdle that you're going to survive. Well, I still haven't gotten through that yet, but I have, <laughs> I have given myself a reason to laugh. <laughs> there you go. Oh yeah. I can so, understand that. Yeah. It's like, uh, like, you know, cause like, again, we're not going, we're never going broke. Still have a trade. Still can go back, work with a union on ships and be a W2 employee. Great, great W2 employee. But uh, to figure out the financial independence angle of, you know, learning to invest and doing all that and, and running a successful, like wholesaling and investing business is like a completely different animal. I've never tried to attempt before. So um, there's going to be hiccups. And, you know, after just getting held in the corner of the boxing and punched in the face a bunch, I'm just like, <laughs> And then getting reconnected with family and like doing fun stuff, like hanging on the lake all day today and still managing to take care of aspects of business was like, yep, that's why I'm doing it. All right, cool. Yeah. Let's figure out how to get one of these cool lakeside mansions, you know, yep. Yep. something like that. Maybe not that crazy, but you, you get, you get, you must, maybe why not? You must've lathered up on some sunscreen, man. I, it doesn't look like you got any kind of sun today. Oh, wow. It's just this lighting, I guess. I mean, I'm, I think I'm, I mean, you're still tan. handsome. You're just not sunburned <laughs> handsome. <laughs> Damn. No, we all got sunburned, man. We all we all were getting baked out there. I was I was driving the boat, so I was under the bimini top the whole time. So there you go. I didn't really catch a lot of rays. But uh Yeah, it's yeah. it's um it's kinda it's kind of a nice nice feeling. Uh you guys ever thinking about does this spark your interest or do you have ever have any interest in, in living a nomadic lifestyle? I know probably sometime in the future for y'all, just given Caitlin's status responsibilities yeah 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 we talked about it um my parents were actually talking about that today it was like selling the house or turning it into a pad split uh and then uh getting a rv and driving around i don't know it's hard to explain 
There's an adjustment period there too, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think Caitlin and I, that's something we've been talking about too. Like we really want to like, cause we're obviously kind of headed at the season of kids here soon. Like so season two, I don't know what season mm-hmm. that is in marriage. Season, season three, maybe kids. Yeah. <laughs> season three and a half. Uh, but we were talking about how we wanted to live somewhere like nice, stable and like starting to think more like that. Um, but like have somewhere where we're stationary and there's like a ton of other kids. So like, mm. you know, I feel like traveling, like, and Jay, like, obviously you're going to, you're going to weigh in on this too, but like, do you feel like your kids get enough like social interactions and stimulus while your guys are bouncing around a lot? Or is that something you think they're going to be lacking in? You know, they, well, if there's three of them too, you know, so they're kind of interacting with one another. They, they like, they know each other's buttons and they like to push them pretty frequently um they they uh they thrive to or you can see the desire there to hang out with more kids you know Mm. um and one you know we don't have that close obviously i mean we've been traveling but even back when in florida when we're there we we don't have a close group of friends that we hang out with on a routine basis we just Mm -hmm. we just don't we're we're homebodies which is sounds ironic for me to say that but we we just we're introverted we don't go out and make new friends we're very picky about who we hang out with and spend our time with i mean thanks um, (laughs) no i i'm I'm serious no i feel feel flattered because you actually yeah yeah because you're you're picky on who you spend time so i do actually appreciate we do but one of the things that you know we'll um we go to playgrounds frequently um and our kids know exactly how to go up and talk to other kids that they've never met before oh that's good and and introduce themselves and say hey what's your name like one of the things my son loves to do is go up and meet a kid they got start going playing tag or whatever hey do you play you know whatever the game is minecraft or brawl stars or whatever they swap user ids now they become online friends and they get get online and play games together right and so that has been amazing to see. That's a beautiful uh, thing, man. Yeah, that's that's been really cool. And then, you know, there, we've we've gone to playgrounds and and whatnot, and hot or tired, and they just they want to sit and mope and whatever. And then I'm like, hey, you know, I get to reference somebody they met before, and how that kind of relationship blossomed. So there is a the need for that, and I think with us taking breaks, like we're we're planning to go back into Florida. Uh, we're actually we're going to start our, our way there next week and we'll be there for two and a half, three months. Sandra, our, our oldest one up for soccer. So he's going to play mm-hmm. soccer this year. Um, we won't know anybody on the team, but at least he'll have some of the interaction. And then the girls, as they get a little older, I mean, they're, they're, they're almost inseparable. Like if one gets to go do something, the other one gets super jealous or misses mm-hmm. or, you know, misses, misses their sister, you know, mm-hmm. like, oh, that's, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think we've got to be very cautious of that and kind of introduce them. But we're we're very selective, you know. And and um, initially, it kind of bothered both Cassie and I. And I said, "Look, I don't think it should bother us as much as it is bothering us." I said, "Because look at how when you grew up, where were you? You know, when you got of age, where were you on Friday night? Where was mm-hmm. I on Friday night? We were at home. You know, we turned out okay. <laughs> yeah, we turned out okay." Uh-huh. Um, but no, we're just very selective about, and we have noticed this too. Like you, you meet the wrong family or the wrong kids and those bad habits, our kids pick those up pretty quick. And then we have to, you know, 
Beat it out of them. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Some days. Call Some back days. the last week. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's uh it, it's interesting to kind of look back and reflect on how they've grown uh with their social skills and uh you know, our middle daughter, she'll go up to a playground. She does not realize that she's five and the other girls are like ten and twelve. Right. She's like in there with them doing all the stuff they're doing. I'm like, let's let's slow down, you know. And so it's 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 cool. It's cool to see. Yeah, that's interesting. You know, I uh, I don't think it's ironic at all. Just wanted to say that that you guys are doing a nomadic kind of lifestyle. If you're naturally a little introverted or kind of homebody, I think it's probably easier for you in a way than it would be for somebody who's who's really connected or has a lot of friends (laughs) they hang out with on a regular basis. Not saying not. I mean, no, you're, you're bad, right. You're right. Like, I feel like um, Blair would never do it. I think it would be fun, but like we, we are like social butterflies. We're always out. We've yeah. got a bunch of people on the street and in the neighborhood that we hang with on a regular basis. So I think it'd be really hard for us to live that kind of lifestyle um, or leave like yeah, leave that behind for group. even a little bit. Yeah, but then the second thought on on this conversation is I could see how it this could potentially be better for your kids to learn like socializing, meeting new people, kind of getting yeah. past that awkward introduction phase. Cause my kids, even with kids, they know in the neighborhood, if they don't see them like every day, they'll still get like shy and awkward. And it takes mm-hmm. like a few minutes to break that ice. Cause they've got their little posse of people. They do know really well that they like yeah. kind of float around, like and can kind of be dependent on versus when you're, you know, traveling the world, you have to go make new friends, you know, if you want to play with somebody. So, you're forced to, yeah. 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 It's interesting. And I'm I'm relieved as an adult that we don't have to do that as <laughs> See man, that's where we differ. I still love meeting right. new people. I yeah. love it. Um, I have to. <clears throat> you have to. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted I wanted us to talk about your rat situation. Oh yeah. We'll get to that next time. Sure. I don't know what this is. So I'm I'm excited right. to hear about it. Okay, so quick preview. We had a guest that tune stayed. in next week for yeah, tune in next week for the situation where we had a classical case, and you know, again, um, we would have fixed it if we were notified. Like I was, I went in there ready to exterminate a rat. Like I came in guns blazing. Let's call but, it a mouse, like a teeny tiny mouse. Yeah. But they, so a guest got caught a video of a, a mouse running through the kitchen um, mm. at the Airbnb they were staying at. And they sent it to us at eight o'clock, two hours before they were supposed to check out the last day. And they said, I wanted a full refund mm. because they saw evidence of mouse droppings throughout the week, uh, this and that. And it was just like, guys, you're not supposed to do that two hours before. You're supposed to let us know right away um isn't that part so, of the the fun of the airbnb we stayed at a cabin in yeah. gatlinburg severville where there were mice severville. In the walls. severville severville whatever it's called <laughs> severville i mean there were mice in the walls that made a nest in my mom's shoe it was awesome really yeah, yeah. so oh, yeah i mean i'm not gonna downplay it it's like a nicer like the the idea is it's nicer but it is a older house so there's there's probably some holes here and there that it could have got in through um so we had you know like i said we had task force brody and then actual you know our pest control company there coming in breacher number two probably about 30 minutes after me and they found a bunch of stuff and sealed it up and then i sealed some stuff up and it was just like okay we set some traps out 
cleaned everything up, sanitized everything, you know, knocked on some cabinets, ran a vacuum underneath some stuff to see if we can catch a little guy. Suck but it up. Hasn't see, we haven't seen him since. So hmm. uh, it's just been one of those things where it was like, you know, we're really sorry. We would have refunded you the day you notified us and given you the option to leave. You waited till the last day. Um, so there's nothing we can do as a, like, and then we actually kind of like stuck to Airbnb policy. It was like, you know, the minute you notify us is when we try to fix it and take action. And yeah. you notified us two hours before you're supposed to leave. And, uh, it was one of those things where it was that uh, we were taking a risk because they've never used Airbnb before. They had no reviews. Um, so I don't know if they've, you know, if they knew this coming in or, um, you know, they knew that somebody told them like, Oh, you can get a free, you know, and maybe told them how to game the system. Um, I, I can't their speak own mouse. To, yeah, no, I, I doubt it was that. Um, but like it, you know, it was one of those things like nobody notified him that like, you know, if you, if you have an issue in a hotel, you don't wait till the last right. day. You're usually calling the front desk like right away. Yeah. Uh, same, same rules apply, you know? Um, I don't know. So that's kind of what we can talk about next time and how that, how that, it was a long text chain. <laughs> a lot of back and forth between Caitlin. She was stressed out for, about 24 hours and that was on family vacation too yeah. so can't wait to hear all about it next yeah. time on. maybe we can have her on as a guest <laughs> yeah there we go absolutely hop in yeah but uh, all right. i was Wednesday. just there as emotional support when you leave a review and i hope you do don't forget to tell us who you are and leave five stars that's from dirty jobs micro Listen, guys, if you're interested in exploring any of the products or services that I use to make my real estate investing career easier, or you want to explore joining us in the W2K Plus community where you can uh, hang out with guys like myself, Brody, Jamie, and Jeff on a routine basis, gonna be, there's going to be a link somewhere in the description or uh, comments or something like that, wherever you're watching or listening to this podcast. But as promised, if you have any questions whatsoever, or you feel like I can help you in anything we talk about here today on this episode or any of the previous episodes, send me a text. Uh, I was going to say, give me a call, but chances are, if you're not in my phone book, I'm not going to answer. Uh, so send me a text. Let me know what episode you're li listening to and how I can potentially help you. We'll find a time to get on a call. Okay. My cell phone number is 205-249-0248.